Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. up everybody welcome to another episode of beyond the blinds as always it's kelly and troy and before we get into the episode we want to remind you our boston show is sold out but we do have live shows in chicago new york city and los angeles los angeles also has the live stream option so make sure to check that out but this week we have quite a bit to talk about and the first thing we need to talk about is something that we called last week that is the Kardashian mind eraser as Troy, the men in black mind eraser. As Troy yeah. calls it. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but the Kardashians hung out with Flava Flav and had a photo op. How convenient. Wearing all new skims. Yeah. Which, by the way, made millions of dollars in minutes mm-hmm. and did incredibly well. So as we predicted, there would be no real pushback with the Kardashians. Nobody really cares about their involvement in any of this stuff. And they're not going to be held accountable. And they'll just keep shoving products and fucking Photoshop pictures in people's faces until they forget. And they brought Pete Davidson back, which we knew was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Pete Davidson, I know we talked about him. Was it last episode or the episode before, like him and Kim? Yeah. Um, I get why people are attracted to him, but I'm also like, he's just used as such a pawn and I wonder if it bothers him. I mean, they have to be paying him pretty fucking well, right? To be involved in this, especially during such like a high octane moment. Like it's a real, uh, I mean, I guess I would say that it's a real make or break do or die moment, but I, it's not, I mean, nothing is like, there's, there's literally nothing that they can do to not be in the good graces of the people. And we just want to, I would like to clarify last week, um, we said that 11 people had died at Astro World, and that wasn't correct. Um, I believe eight people died at the show from their injuries. And so far, two people have died from their injuries at the show, but they passed away like in the hospital. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that. And I also said, we were talking about Kylie Tory Lanes and Meg Thee Stallion. And I don't know if it was Troy or I, but I was kind of, I, something was said to the effect of Kylie's the reason Tory shot Megan. 
And I just want to apologize for that because that is not what I meant. Um, basically, Tori shot Meg because he's a piece of shit. And Kylie, it's not Kylie's fault. Yeah. You know, allegedly they were fighting over Kylie, but I should have worded that better. And I just wanted to clarify that now. I mean, it's so, it's because it's so left field. It's so random. It's so just like out of nowhere that they had to know that it would get people talking. Like the photo op is ridiculous. It just popped into my head. The thought of Flava Flav yelling in Pete Davidson in his crazy laugh in like obviously a home that has a large echo makes me want to go insane. I can't even fathom the shit that, the, the, the words that left Flav's mouth to and about the Kardashians I just can't even fathom it I I honestly it's because people are talking and no one's talking about Astro World but I did just see that Travis Scott is currently facing a 750 million dollar Astro World lawsuit from over 125 attendees so it kind of makes sense why the Kardashians dropped this picture today yeah because this was this was dropped last night. I mean, I saw the picture on TMZ, but like, does it does it seem like people are like talking about this photo? Oh yeah, it's all over Instagram. I've been avoiding it. Yeah, everyone's like, "Can you believe? Oh my god, like it's real." <laughs> I can't do like. Oh yes, and I did see um, the you know them like confirming that they're real. And TMZ being like, if you had any doubts that they're a real couple, you, you can't think that now because look, see, it's like, oh my God, like they just make me sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm really like, I've been over the Kardashians for a long time. I've yeah. always tried to be like, but I can respect their hustle, you know? Mm-hmm. But at this point, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. All this it, for a Hulu show? For a Hulu show that we know, by the way, is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. I have no faith in this show being good at all. Right. I just don't. I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I think it's insane. And they just take advantage of the fact that our brains are like goldfish now because of our phones. Yeah. Honestly. There's there's no way. And I also, I know that Pete has said he's been like clean from drugs. Mm-hmm. But has he mentioned anything about sobriety? Do you know? Not that I'm aware of, so I guess I don't want okay. to say yes or no because I'm not totally positive. Um, I just saw in a picture he was drinking a beer and I was kind of like, oh. Right. But then I was like, I think he's just mentioned drugs, not drinking. Well, I have been dying. Moving on from the Kardashians. I've been dying to know your thoughts generally about the chatter going around on the internet right now about your beloved Taylor and Mr. Gyllenhaal, who we're here talking about today, by the way. Our episode today is about Jake Gyllenhaal. Now, are we talking Taylor? Or I know Taylor's a big part of Jake's blinds. So are we right. talking about Taylor's like red release? Or are we talking? I want to know your, your thoughts on the red release. And just like your thoughts around the chatter. And like people's pretty intense opinions on this release I guess what's so crazy is I've been a Swifty since basically day one like MySpace days so I've already been through it and I'm like shocked to see people being like all too well is about Jake Gyllenhaal I'm like yeah we knew that 10 years ago right 
you know, and I think Taylor is putting so much into this re-release because she wants to get nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Because you can do that with a re-release. Right. I'm going to say it. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm very like, I know being a fan of someone who puts out so much content is I'm lucky, you know, mm-hmm. but I am very tired. Now, what do you think about people who, because there are a lot of people that are like, like, for example, I was listening to Michelle Collins yesterday on Sirius X. I'm, I'm obsessed with Michelle Collins. And mm-hmm. she was talking about um, how she finds it to be a little, a little head turny of the fact that Taylor is like dragging Jake Gyllenhaal back into this very public thing um, and doing like all of this content surrounding this relationship from a decade ago that was like a month long. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can take away how somebody feels about something no matter how much time has passed. Right. And one thing about Taylor, although she's given us all the clues, she's never said this is about Jake. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do think Taylor needs to tell people, like, leave him the fuck alone. It's irresponsible. Because to me, it's a beautiful song, right? It can take on many different lives. But it, it does bother me that she's not like, hey, guys, like, this was a long time ago. Yes, he didn't treat me well. Yes, I did write this heartfelt song, which some of the new lyrics she added, there's no way she wrote that 10 years ago. I'm just going to put that out there. Right. But like, everyone has shitty exes. Right. And yes, I still hate some of my friends' exes from 10 years ago, but I'm not gonna go on their social media. And say, I hope you die. Right. I mean, I know celebrity is different, but I do think Taylor needs to say, guys, this song means a lot to me now. Like, it's, it's so much more than just directed at an ex. Mm-hmm. It's a song that just, it means so much to me that I wrote this. Let's just keep it for us. You know, just yeah. something like that. I agree with that. I do find, I mean, look, I I said the same thing about Beyonce when Rachel Ray was getting death threats because people thought she was Rachel Roy. Like when the, the Food Network star and the Adventure of the Color Orange is getting death threats from teenagers, I'm like, girl, you need to fucking say something. Like, yeah. post something on your have your team post whatever like that's not good and I feel the same way um you know I feel like it's a little unfair to because it's one thing to like re-release music or re-release an album and like whatever but to make a whole production a 10 minute music video about this person that everybody knows it's about him mm-hmm. um but then on the other hand the blind item person in me Right. Is like, oh, he's living. Like, first of all, I will always believe that this was a PR relationship. Yeah. I will always too. think that this relationship was fake anyway. And Jake Gyllenhaal, um, if you like, and we will get into blind items about him. And I, I have a lot of them in reference to this, but you know, his star has, I wouldn't say that his star has been fading. He's permanently A-list, obviously. But like he doesn't really get talked about ever anymore. It's been a long, like a decade almost since he was like a hot topic. You know what I mean? Do you think he's in on it? I very, very, very much think that she reached out to him. I don't think that Taylor is treacherous enough, especially with somebody that she was entangled with a decade ago to do this and not have spoke to them. I agree with you 100%. 
I think Jake's in on it to a point. Yeah. And she's probably like, you know, people are going to be talking about our relationship again. He's probably like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there's a part of it that sucks because people are going to be really mad at me or whatever. But like at the same time, like you type Jake Gyllenhaal's name in Google right now and it's um, um, like every minute there's a think piece coming out, an article, you know, people are, I mean, he's a trending topic around the globe. Like when's the last time Jake Gyllenhaal was a trending topic around the entire world? For sure. And everyone's like, well, you know, she was only 20. He was 30. He gaslit her and all this stuff. I was like, same. And I'm still upset. Like when I was 20, I was dating a 30 year old who took my virginity and treated me like shit. And I'm still mad about it. So I do think she has a right to have those feelings. Yeah, totally. But also like, I, same with believers, same with Selena Gomez fans, same with Demi fans. I think there is a responsibility for the artist to be like, Hey guys, maybe don't tell John Mayer. Do you want to kill yourself? Or are you afraid of speak now? Right. Maybe don't like, comment a bunch of scarves on Jake Gyllenhaal's pictures because what that reminded me of is when everyone was commenting the snakes on Taylor's pictures right I think she got the snake emoji banned for a while and she's also one of the reasons that they have limited comments on Instagram now yeah it's like it's it's this never-ending loop that I'm in with Taylor Swift and have been for so many years now where I'm like I don't think any person is perfect and I don't I don't subscribe to the idea, like, I feel like pop stars right now are becoming very, like, tribey, where it's like, you know, you just have to either agree with everything they say and do and wear and think, or if you don't, then they're canceled, and then we should burn all of their albums and whatever. I don't subscribe to that idea. Um, So I think people are allowed to make mistakes, but I also think, like, the way Taylor chooses to navigate things that she's passionate about publicly is so insane to me mm-hmm. and it's crazy that she's never learned that it's something that bothers people like she's allowed to be pissed off about something and make it her entire world and have millions and millions and millions and millions of people get behind it no matter what it is um but also at the same time like if it's something that doesn't concern her she just like is completely mute on it yeah I for example free britney Mm-hmm. Like the nerve of that girl to not say anything about Britney Spears when she herself has f- made people rally behind her so many times for shit that has happened to her in the music industry, I think is revolting. Like it literally makes me so angry. So I'm always, I'm always back and forth, up and down, hot and cold with her. And I understand that I am someone who's liked her for half my life at this point, right? I was like 15 when I found her. Right. But I also see her faults. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of a lot of people, not just Swifties, but people who are diehard fans of people have trouble seeing. Mm-hmm. I Whereas I can see, you know, Taylor not speaking up on things, but when it's something that she's passionate about, everyone rallies around her. Stop of a finger. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets whatever she gets, whatever she wants. She gets it done. Like, and it's amazing the power she holds but you know even say like I know I know that I've talked about Kayler and her and Diana Agron and all this stuff but the fact that she can write a fairly queer song called Betty Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden no Joe wrote it it's from a male's perspective wait what right 
Yeah. That really actually bothered me because in her like Long Pond, stu- uh, long, not Long Pond Road, Long Pong Studios, she was, um, what's his name? Who's the one with the glasses? Jack. Jack, thank you. Jack was like, well, the internet says that it might be about something else. And she's like, it's not about anything else. Yeah, that was a real weird moment. And I guess to me as like a fan who's queer, I think music should be able to be like internalized however you feel, right? Right. But the fact that she like stomped her foot down so hard, I was kind of like, I mean, I get what you're doing, but also what the fuck? Like if she was to be like, well, you know, music can mean so many things to so many different people, but it's coming from a male's perspective in my, you know what I mean? Like in Mm -hmm. my vision or I don't know, that really bothered me. I agree, especially when she knows her fan base. Like she knows the people that listen to her music and the way that they interpret it. And yeah, so then like that's, you know, it's like shooting down millions of people. Yeah, and I find it really interesting how everyone can buy into the fact that Folklore and Evermore were just songs that she made up, not from really personal experience, just fairy tale writing. But when it comes to All Too Well or Treacherous or I Almost Do or whatever song from Red, that's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Right, and there's no other option. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult, and I texted Troy this. <laughs> yeah, it is difficult. I mean, I can imagine, obviously, it's a million times more difficult for you as, like, a fan fan, but it's, it's like, hard to know sometimes where to place her. And the, the other thing that's, like, so confusing is, like, she's so self-aware. So yeah. it's, like, you you know that she knows these things like you know that she's aware of public perception and um the things that people get upset with her about and I would say you know in 2016 people were very like mean and 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 petty when it came to her but I think in more recent years like the the things that people have issues with when it comes to her are pretty valid they're not petty gross things like they were years ago um, but I do feel like she kind of tries to lump all of that together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I was like, no, like it's not, I, I agree. Like in 2016, we were a mess. We were messy, chauvinistic, gross to her. I really do think that way. Um, but recently I'm like, girl, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't kill you to like get on fucking live or something and talk about a couple things. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I know I mentioned earlier, like the the 10 minute all too well, how she said this was, originally written 10 years ago and it's always been a myth with the Swifties so I almost feel like she just did it right because it's always been like this this thing that no one knew was true or wasn't true or whatever but like the fuck the patriarchy line I was like 20 year old Taylor Swift did not write that totally and then when she talked about allegedly Jake and his exes she was like the joke goes that you'll get older they'll stay the same age most of his girlfriends, other than the most recent one, haven't been that much younger. Yeah, he's not really that guy. Yeah. I mean, his most recent one, yes. Right. But other than that, like, I have a list of all of his exes after Taylor. Maybe five years at most. Yeah, I definitely think that this is mutually beneficial for both of them to have yeah this out and you know jake somebody who has been in the beard game for so long and and it seems and we can get into the blinds now if you want but it seems like he's always desperately 
looking for a beard, like always looking for women that are willing to beard and, and, you know, it just feels like, like I said, she's the greatest beard of all time for so many reasons. Like she's a dream beard. Cause not only is she going to beard you, but she's going to write an entire fucking, you know, album cycle dedicated to your relationship. That wasn't even real. So everything from here on out is allegedly, cause we're going to talk about blinds and things like that, but I want everyone to kind of think about Taylor's exes. I would say every ex other than Calvis Harris has had rumors surrounding their sexuality. Every, Heavy. even Joe and even her current. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Cause he's a, is he a Kevin Spacey boy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of them. And they're not even like murmurs. It's not even like whispers. It's like people really being like, no, you don't get it. Like this person right. is not straight. So on that note, we're going to get into Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal and Troy. I want your Jake Gyllenhaal opinions. Cause I feel like people think my opinions are going to be different than they are. <laughs> um, Honestly, I've never really had a super strong opinion about Jake Gyllenhaal. I've always thought that he was a really incredible actor. And um, I have always thought that there was like a lot of really interesting shit going on in his life because he's so private. You know, he's so private. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, I've just always thought, again, that his life was kind of sad because I I. I think that Jake Gyllenhaal is, is gay. I've mm-hmm. always thought that he was gay. Toothy Tile is one of the first blinds I ever got acquainted with. I, I think Toothy Tile was the first blind nickname that I knew. And I was like, hey, I know who that is. That's Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I was like so excited about it. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think he's straight. And I think he beards a lot. And I think that he's very, very, very PR. And I think his public image is complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. What about you? Jake Gyllenhaal is one of my favorite actors of all time. Really? Tell me why. I have loved him in everything I've seen him in. From Donnie Darko, Bubble Boy, mm. Zodiac, Prisoners, um, Southpaw is one of my favorite movies. Don't forget Brokeback. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yes. Brokeback, of course. Love Brokeback. And then he had this cop movie called End of Watch. And when I tell you. That is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I am not someone who's very into like cop movies or cop shows, unless it's like SVU or something. Right. But I've always had a super big crush on him. I've always thought he was an incredible actor. I've always felt like he was old Hollywood to me. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's really good. Yeah, for sure. He's charming. He's handsome. He can act. He can sing. Mm -hmm. He sings Broadway too. It's not like he can't like sing a pop song. But right. he can sing a Broadway tune. Totally. And, and yeah, like everyone's like, oh, do you hate Jake Gyllenhaal? I'm like, actually, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Wow. You're right, though. He is very old Hollywood because he does have a very like sort of MGM public image, you know, right. created by the, the studios kind of thing. Um, yeah. he Like when I think of, of like lead actors who they say like, well, you can't be a lead actor if you're gay can't be Mm -hmm. in an action movie for gay I think of him yeah like he's sort of that stereotype where like in theory based on what people think or say his whole career would be down the drain if he ever came out in quotes because he he wouldn't be able to do any of the roles that he does which is obviously not true but you know by the standards of what Hollywood thinks or whatever 
Well, what's also funny is he can make jokes about himself, which I like. So yeah. he did a movie called Stronger, which was about Jeff Bauman, who lost his legs in the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm-hmm. And he worked really closely with him. And honestly, I think he should have been nominated for an Oscar for this role. But he worked really closely with um, with Jeff. And they did like a question and answer type of interview. Mm-hmm. And Jeff asked him, he goes, if you lost your legs, do you think Taylor Swift would write a country song about you? And Jake just kind of smiles and goes, I think she's more pop now, right? Oh my God, that's funny. That's cute. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I've been charmed by Jake. Well, he's (laughs) so charming. (laughs) He's so charming. I will say I've never had like a, for someone who is, would like, has like the worst standards. Like, as someone who has said publicly that I would have fucked Bobby Braun in the 80s, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm weirdly not, like, into him sexually, which is so, it goes against everything. He's male, he can breathe, he's got all the things I like, but I just have never felt that, like, I want to fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I don't feel that. <laughs> I will say, there are moments where I'm like, hell no, Jake. Right. But then you see him in like love and other drugs. And (laughs) I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. (laughs) Okay. So this is his list. Summer rumored Jenny Lewis, your girl, Kirsten Dunst, Natalie Portman, Reese Witherspoon, Taylor Swift, allegedly Anna Kendrick, allegedly Jessica Lowndes from the 90210 reboot. Mm Mm-hmm. Minka Kelly. Allegedly, they were just fuck buddies, though. Emily Donato, who's a model. Alyssa Miller, who's a model. Ruth Ruth Wilson, which was never confirmed. And then his current girlfriend, Jean Cadou. Her last name's French. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I was thinking in my head. It's like, good day. Cadou. Good day. He has a laundry list of girlfriends. You know, I just, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. And I think he's a really good example of what we talk about all the time, where it's like, well, if you have the same stories written about you for over 20 years, like it's likely at one point they've been true. Like Mm -hmm. he's the most consistent blind items of anybody I think we've talked about so far. For sure. And I think it's important for the listeners. I know that blind items are pretty popular now, but that's only been within the last few years. So like, I feel like the people who read these blinds in 2010, 2005, whatever the year may be, they're more like internet sleuths than anything. Yes. I, when that was, I'm actually so happy that you brought that up because the thing that's important to note about Jake in comparison to most people is like, for whatever reason, Toothy Tile became a mainstream news story. I don't know how that happened, but it was like this weird thing where his blind item thing became like a a Hollywood gossip thing where everybody knew who Toothy Tile was. Even people who have never picked up a blind item know Toothy Tile was a thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Have you ever, so my friend, his old coworker, like he was living in New York City at the time. Mm -hmm. And this was back in like 2009, 2010. And they were like, Jake Gyllenhaal goes to like known gay gyms in new york city Mm -hmm. i was shocked (laughs) 
I guess to me, it never even crossed my mind that he could be. Right. And then like 2010 me was like, oh! and then right. all of a sudden he's with Taylor Swift. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the it's, we will talk about it, but the thing about him that I've discovered is like, he's very, very, very closeted, but also very sort of messy in his personal life as far as like being discreet. His closet's like made of glass. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's all alleged. Yeah. Even his closet is alleged. You start with your blinds. Okay. So I went, I went old school. I went Toothy Tile era. I was like, <laughs> I want to go back to when Ted Casablanca was writing about Toothy Tile every week. So my first blind is from 2005. And um, it's kind of about what we just talked about. And also bear with me because Ted Casablanca literally writes like the Riddler. These are wingdings and all kinds of loop-de-loops. So let's see if I can get through this. Toothy Tile on the other orgasmic hand does mind, or maybe not. Hmm. As any reader of this filthy column knows damn well by now, our boy Toothy, much like Seymour above, likes taking chances. I think Seymour was Matthew McConaughey but I can't be for sure. Okay. Um, he does it in the parking garage of Hele's more bougie shopping centers on restaurant balconies, hell, wherever there's a chance of getting caught, just like he did last weekend, parking lot right off the strip. Toothy Tile and his boyfriend, for whom I'm told Toothy has considered very heavily coming out of the proverbial media closet, were hardcore doing the diddly, say they're concerned amigos, only problem was a security cop called the real coppers who hand slapped Toothy Tile something good. Alas, somebody somebody called the head somebody at the police station and the whole thing got covered up. Just like most of the fun stuff does in this ass-greasing enclave. So don't expect Mr. T to bear his bisexual soul anytime soon. I hear his relationship with the same-sex partner is suddenly not quite as gung-ho as it has been for months previous. Toothy got so friggin' scared he's edging back in the closet. And you guessed it, the opposite sex is soothing Tile's bruised psyche. But anyway, so this is the first of many blinds about how Jake likes public sex. And what's really interesting about Jake is you never really hear anything bad other than the Taylor Swift stuff. He's really, he is very, um, I guess, good PR people. Yeah, because even, I think Zac Efron is someone who has very good PR people, but mm-hmm. even his drug use came out. Yeah. It's... It's crazy that the only thing people are like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, he did Taylor Swift dirty. He was mean to Taylor during their relationship for a week. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) okay, well, okay. I'll do another Ted Gassablanc one. This is from 05. He was caught making out with his boyfriend again. It says, Toothy Tile and Petunia Pickle Pop really should start dating. Petunia Pickle Pop is Paris Hilton. Um, I mean, it would be a a fake get-together, but how many real ones are left in this town? Like Jude Law and Sienna Miller are going to last. Like they got back together because they feel so right for each other in the end. Current flicks to sell be damned. So Toothy and Petunia are pushing the upchuck and saliva covered envelope like you would not believe. Or maybe you would. Ladies first. Movie star Toothy, who's been playing with with, uh, whether or not to come out of the closet for so long, readers think I'm making this shit up. I'm not. Recently did a chat show for his latest pick, Casablanca Cuckold. Jesus, you'll never guess what a network worker 
would would a network worker be caught him doing in the privacy of his dressing room before taping? No, not fornicating, you dirty busybodies. Just tonguing his boyfriend, that's all. And his little love licking spread through the studio faster than a, a pink slip distribution list at ABC, causing far fewer but much more horrified mouths to gasp at an L.A. recording studio was Petunia's smelly wake. After barging into the classy operation with her screeching heels, Petunia, <laughs> Petunia headed straight for the bathroom, which had been oh so thoughtfully set up with scented candles and tasteful towels and such. After 15 minutes of locking herself in the loo, Petunia emerged, leaving the bathroom looking like some something out of Martha Stewart's nightmare. And guess what was left smack in the middle of the restroom with one tiny towel placed in the middle? It was a reeking warm pile of human discard puke all over the floor. And like 05, I think I would say is like the, the heyday of Ted Casablanca being the blind item guy. Like mm-hmm. he was the one and the only one. And when Ted Casablanca released a 2D tile blind, it was like the whole world went fucking nuts. That must have been such a crazy time for Jake. And something about Jake is he loves a good paparazzi walk. Oh, he lives. So this one's from 2007. Heads up to that hunky actor who's had so many famous girlfriends. The New York paparazzi are gunning for a picture of you in that male model with whom you're joined at the hip or whatever. And this is another one. Which rising film actor is notorious for his all-male Martha's Vineyards parties in which his buds don't leave the house for three days at a time? Maybe they're keen Monopoly players. Martha's Vineyard... So that's off the coast of Massachusetts. I feel like so much debauchery happens there. Rich gays go there and just fucking fist each other and go nuts. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm just not kidding. Like, I swear that's where, like, debaucherous, wealthy, gay white men go to just get crazy. To get drunk and high and crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Now, we talked a lot. We obviously, Kelly earlier read um, Jake's relationship list, and there are so many interesting blinds about Jake and all of his girlfriends. Specifically, the ones that I love are Reese, and um, obviously, Taylor's are really good, and Kirsten. Um, they're very consistent. I didn't even write a lot of Kirsten's down because they're, they're all just the same, but um, I did write a couple of Reese's down because they're great. I just have to say quickly, everyone listening. Troy loves Kirsten Dunst. It's sick. And I just, I just want everyone to know, like, whenever he talks about her, his face just lights up. I'm like, like smiling ear to ear. I love her in a way that I can't even put into words. It's like psychotic. Um, so this one is, these are from 2008. These are about Reese. It says, this Hollywood golden girl is back in the media spinning beautiful stories about the cozy home life that she and her equally famous actor boyfriend enjoy. Bet she doesn't blab that the pair are contractually bound together for at least one more year. Uh, Her paramour's boy toy, however, doesn't like playing second fiddle. So this might not end well. And it's just funny. It's like you have this like this version of their relationship that's like public. But then like this other version of it where they live in this house together. He's dating other fucking men. She can't stand him. And they like maybe occasionally try and have sex, but it doesn't work. Like, it's just so interesting. And what's so crazy is that's from October 2008 and they broke up late 2009. Right. 
like they did that for a long time that's a long yeah. time to me um and then this other one says there were reports that this couple split up recently apparently she had had enough of his double life but while they really have broken up expect to continue to see them together occasionally they are simply fulfilling commitments they have made to their publicists to attend certain key events and you know i just think it's hilarious that it's like just as much as these guys want to be in these pr relationships you know, people like Reese Witherspoon are also just as desperate to be in PR relationships with really sweet closeted men that they don't have to answer to. And you have to remember, Reese was coming out of the Ryan divorce, mm-hmm. which I think they deserve their own episode. Oh, for sure. Like for that, sure. the <laughs> Ryan and Reese are both like fucking awful. They're psyched. And Reese has everybody fooled. And I think it's amazing. It's funny though, when we did our rotted poll, people voted her rotted. Really? I didn't realize that. Huh. So you guys are aware that Reese is is mean. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have my first Taylor blind from 2010. And then I know you have a fun 2010 blind that I think... (laughs) kind of fits because I do go back and forth with Taylor and Jake. There are moments where I'm like, maybe it started as PR and it was always PR for Jake, but not for Taylor. Mm -hmm. Like I always do kind of go back and forth, but then I'm like, Taylor's not someone to be played. Right. Like Taylor, (laughs) Taylor would never let someone like openly hurt her. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Without getting the last word, of course. Yeah, even if it's a decade later. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is from 2010. This A-list name hooked up with some friends over the weekend, but only hung out with said friend because there are rumors of her ex being into boys as well. And our A-lister wants a crack at him. Not Taylor Lautner, Taylor Swift, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I like that. It's almost like the Amber Rose yeah line that you read last episode yeah it's very much that same vibe for sure yeah I enjoy that I enjoy the the like the sexual fluidity of it all I really do and we want everyone to know we're not saying every single celebrity is gay I think it's like very fluid sexuality can be very fluid so I'm not saying Jake is 100% gay or Taylor's 100% gay like there's this whole scale right agreed yeah totally and I was gonna say it's also not to say that like people you know I think that bearding can be really complicated because you know it's like you spend years with someone Mm -hmm. and you both are attracted to each other you're not together for love you are together to promote a movie or whatever but like it doesn't mean that you can't hook up and maybe you know fall in love or like fucking each other or be you know I, I I wouldn't say that Reese and Jake never gave it a go you know what I mean yeah sure why not yeah exactly shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD that's shipstation.com with the code POD. I'm going to read a 2010 blind as well. This is about Jake dating his public, or dating his public assistant. This is about him dating his assistant and also, again, 
having this like love of public sex. And this isn't even written by Ted Casablanca. This is written by um, an old like debunked uh, got, uh, blind item site. So it's just like funny to see the same stories being, I don't know, you know, you know, you know the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it says, uh, Christian Darko is a hot young guy who is very well known in this town. Not only do the ladies love him, but the guys drool over him as well. Maybe not as much as other guys like him, but he has a gay following. Uh, CD loves his gay fans a lot, actually. He hangs out with them whenever he gets a chance and often gives them access to meet him. He has been tempted by many a time, but has always had a girlfriend. Christian is not the cheating kind. Christian was raised with religious morals and standards, one that probably have messed his pretty little head up, but he was given an assistant, one who was gay and proud about it. Funny thing is the star's mother loves the guy and was the one that hired him. Christian spent a lot of time with uh, the handy helper and they bonded too much. Christian and Handy Helper not only began fooling around, they fell for each other. They kept their relationship a secret, and Christian told Handy that he would not be able to come out for quite a while. Christian is constantly making Handy perform certain pleasures in public places. Um, Most recently, a popular hangout in LA tucked away in a dark corner with his hat pulled down. Christian sat back while Handy got a little mouthy. Uh, Word got back to Christian's woman, and she split pretty quickly. Thankfully for Christian, his people gave her something green to keep her mouth shut. Uh, better watch out, Christian. If you were caught in the corner this time, what will you be caught doing next time? I also always love in blind item, uh, in blind items with like, and by the way, it's not Zach Efron and it's not Nick Jonas. And like to even think that it would be them, you have to be a blind item reader. Wait, I have breaking news. Okay. Oh God. Camilla and Sean just announced they broke up. What? This is breaking news during the podcast. Five minutes ago, Sean posted, Hey guys, we've decided to end our romantic relationship, but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. We started our relationship as best friends and will continue to be best friends. We so appreciate your support from the beginning in moving forward. Oh my God. Well, We had to interrupt for that. (laughs) Hopefully by the next time we record, there will be blind items about why they broke up. We can talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. That's crazy. I I know. I wanted to interrupt the pod with that little emergency. That's amazing. Couldn't couldn't that come at a better time? I know, because I'm about to read a 2011 blind about Jake and Miss Swift. Okay. You may be wondering what the real story is with this superstar couple. While they certainly make a good-looking pair, it does seem a little unlikely that they would have hooked up on their own. The truth is that she is just the latest in a series of beards for him. The arrangement helps both of their careers, and they are happy to go along with it for the sake of PR. We think that our musically inclined girl may secretly be a Whitney Houston fan because while she can't quite match Whitney's voice, she can certainly take a dating cue from one of her films. She dates the famous actor in public, but in private, it's all about the bodyguard. Do you know the bodyguard? I don't, because I always thought Red was more about, like, Liz Hewitt and Diana Agron. That is interesting, because you do hear a lot about celebrities, like, being in full-time or, like, full-blown relationships with, like, people around them that you would never guess to even look twice at, like a bodyguard or a, a stylist or, you know, it's smart. Like, I think that that's a really smart thing, especially a bodyguard. Right. They're always with you. And they're always big and hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very Kate Gosselin. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> Remember when Kate dated her hot bodyguard? Yeah, I do. Um, now this one directly ties to the one that Kelly just read. This is about Jake after years and years and years being sick of the whole bearding game. This is from 2013. It says, the bearding just became too much for this celebrity. You would have a tough time guessing her name, but she recently split with her gorgeous B-list, mostly movie actor boyfriend because he has pretty much given up on even pretending that they are in a relationship. And she didn't want to be dating him when he officially comes out. Considering what has been what he has been doing the past two weeks, it should not be long before he does. And that was Jake and Emily. Is it Didanto? That's what I, Donato. I actually have, this is kind of a kindness one for Jake, which you don't get a lot of because he's apparently a real douchebag. Yeah. Is it? And this is from 2011. So I guess what I find kind of frustrating about these blinds is almost every one of them. It's like, is he finally coming out? Is he finally coming out? And it's 20, almost 2022. Yes. So that, like I said, 2011, is it possible that this actor may finally be coming out of the closet? He's been wanting to for years. He wants to come out because of all the gay hate around the world affecting the children. I'm told that a gay teenage boy wrote to him about how he was picked on because he was gay and he looked up to the said celeb because he said being gay is fine. Our stud was so touched that he flew the boy and his family out to Hollywood for the weekend and treated them to an amusement park. He's ready to come out and support, but his handlers are desperately against it for obvious reasons probably because he plans to come all out history and all and his beards may have some splaining to do god you're completely right every time even as far back as like you know oh four oh five it's like he's he's inching out of the closet this is it he's coming out it's finally happening blah 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 blah, blah. this is the time mm-hmm. it's like obviously he's not going to right you know and- And to go against the kindness blind, when I read this, I laughed out loud. (laughs) This is from 2012. Okay. This famous brother does not get along with his famous brother-in-law. He recently keyed his car after a family party because the two had been playing ping pong and it got out of hand. Jake Gyllenhaal and Peter Sark's car. I read that. I died. I laughed so hard. Like the idea of Jake Gyllenhaal throwing a ping pong paddle, grabbing his keys and just like (laughs) peeing a car all angry kills me. Because you also hear that he's like a really mean trunk. Yeah. Which I have a blind about. We'll get to it. You you read that he like loves to drink and that he's very chill and calm and docile until he's drunk. And then all of a sudden it's like he literally becomes a different person. Do you think Maggie just stood in the doorway with her hands over her mouth? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) She definitely had her arms crossed, like, on her stomach, the way Maggie does. was, like, freaking out. Shaking her head no. (laughs) Right. Um, This one is from 2013. It's another bearding blind. It says, this A-list mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee was out two nights ago with his boyfriend. Yeah, sure, his girlfriend was there, too. But he didn't come with he didn't come in with the girlfriend. She came later. He didn't leave with the girlfriend. She left earlier. He did leave about one minute from his boyfriend, though, who had a car waiting about right behind our actor. That was from when he was dating Alyssa Miller. I actually have a 2013 one about him and Austin Nichols. 
read it because I love him and Austin Nichols. So guys, there are a lot of years of rumors about Jake Gyllenhaal in Austin Nichols. If you don't know who Austin Nichols is, don't feel bad. He hasn't been in much, but he was Julian on One Tree Hill. Of course. <laughs> and he did date Sophia Bush. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of uh, Leo and Lucas Hawes, just years and years and years and years. Yes, absolutely. So this is from 2013. She's an all-American actress. He's a golden boy actor. Rumors about them as a new couple have been making for some interesting headlines. So here's the lowdown on their relationship. They're just friends, people. Yes, they've been hanging out together, but there is a really good reason why they would never actually date date. He has a significant other who definitely isn't an actress, but who definitely acts. What would his ex-girlfriend say about this? Not much. She knows that they are never getting back together, like ever. (laughs) So the next time you see All-American and Golden Boy hanging out together, know that they definitely aren't doing anything intimate. They each just don't mind making some headlines the day after hanging out with an attractive, famous, age-appropriate, eligible member of the opposite sex who lives in the same city. All-American actress is Katie Holmes, Golden Boy actor, Jake Gyllenhaal, significant other, Austin Nichols, Golden Boy's ex-girlfriend, Taylor Swift. And I mean, you ha- like, hello, you have me at Katie Holmes and Taylor Swift. Like, say less. You know what <laughs> you I mean? You love Katie Holmes, too. Well, because she's the, such a blind item girlfriend. Right. Right? Yeah, she's such a blind item girlfriend, blind item wife. Like, she just doesn't give a fuck. Katie is down to PR if you're down to PR. <laughs> Now, do you want to hear his requirements on what his beard must have? Oh, yes, please. He's a really good actor. He has even had some roles that have been nominated for a big award or two. Yet this over 30 quiet guy wants more attention. He's not dating the woman with whom he's hanging around, but he's interested in having a girlfriend. His team has been calling around town trying to find a new one for him. Here are the requirements. She must be thin, pretty, and famous with no scandal in her background. Oh, and she must like facial hair. I'm going to read one from 2014 that kind of ties to what Kelly mentioned earlier about him keying the car. Um, (laughs) Jake likes to party, and he is not apologetic about it. It says, this talented actor is is a really nice, rather quiet, and shy guy when he is sober. That is probably the general impression that you have of him. And you'd be right, too. When he's not sober, though, he turns into a real asshole. He becomes a school bully, belligerent and obnoxious, willing to argue with, push, or punch anyone who goes up against him. There have been lots of injuries when he does this. You just don't usually hear about them. You know he's spiraling out of control, though, when his publicist has to jump in and make up ridiculous stories about him. It's getting worse, too. He hasn't had a, a sober day in a long time, lots of alcohol and cocaine. The guy is in serious trouble and it is definitely taking a toll on his health. As of right now though, he is absolutely refusing to go to rehab. Yes, it has been suggested to him. He believes that it would permanently ruin his reputation. So it looks like there's nothing to do except wait for him to take a fall down that long spiral staircase called fame. Now with Jake, do you think he's an egomaniac or do you think he's super insecure? I think he's really insecure and really sad. Yeah. I really do. 
so I have another one from 2013. Also, the idea of partying with Jake Gyllenhaal almost seems like partying with Cara Delevingne. <laughs> yes. Except sure. you know, except maybe not because you know Cara is going to be like wild. Right. Cara is going to be like scary, wild, but like fun. Whereas Jake is like the guy that everybody gets quiet and just is holding their <laughs> champagne glass and staring at, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is from 2013. Quote, we dated for six months and he never came out right and told me that he was gay, but the only time he showed any affection was outside when cameras were a possibility. He never spent the night and never asked me to spend the night only when I was drunk and we never slept in the same bed. He spent a lot of money on me and went through the motions, but it was also strange. A woman describing her relationship with this A-list, mostly movie actor who needs a hit or will drop down to the B range. He'll have that a-list name recognition for a long time though like he just sounds lonely yeah lonely that's a yeah he sounds like a lonely guy which you know people always say the more famous you are the more lonely you are Mm -hmm. and to be famous and closeted seems like the absolute loneliest that you could be yeah my god I mean I can't think of anything more horrible to be honest I have kind of a funny blind from 2015, and I think it'll make you smile. Okay. Also from Twitter last night, this a list mostly movie actor who's a nominee had to be begged to give an interview to Carson Daly. <laughs> <laughs> like Jake Gyllenhaal being like, you want me to talk to Carson Daly? But like about what? What was he on Carson's late, 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 late night show? I think Red Carpet. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> Carson only gets like, well, he used to only get like the most D-listy celebrities on his show. Remember when he had a late night show for 10 years that nobody ever saw? Yeah. So weird. Do you think he painted like one nail black like he used to at TRL? That <laughs> yeah. I used to think was literally the hottest, coolest thing ever. You know, if Avril Lavigne was on, his nails would be black because he had to be punk rock. Right. Yeah. In between him code switching to talk to like DMX. (laughs) (laughs) So this one I think is kind of interesting just because this quarterback has been in the news quite a bit as of late. And he was also a part of our Nick Jonas episode. What closeted A-list athlete and closeted A slash B-list actor who's gunning for an Oscar nomination with his latest film were eye fucking each other the entire night? I don't know if they hooked up after the show, but by the way they were looking at each other, they probably did. Aaron Rodgers and Jake Gyllenhaal in Southpaw was the movie. If you guys haven't seen Southpaw, it's a really, really good movie. God, well, listen, the exception is Aaron Rodgers. The exception to being closeted and sad is Aaron Rodgers because, my God, he gets to fuck everybody. All the people I want to. My God, Aaron Rodgers seems like he's just had the great Aaron Rodgers had Harry in love with him and that alone is enough for me to be like and Nick Jonas yeah like until Harry Styles takes an Instagram picture waking up draped nude in a blanket with my name on it holding a coffee cup with my name on it as well I won't be happy I will die unhappy can we talk about Aaron just really quick sure what do you think of him and Shailene Woodley? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just, I needed your opinion. <laughs> She's the worst beard of all time, possibly. She puts no effort into making it look authentic at all. She's like, I don't have a TV. I guess he's a quarterback. Yeah. She's like, Aaron Ryan Rogers. <laughs> We're going to go to Disney for the 30th time this year. Right. Um, I'm going to read one from 2016. This looks like it's about uh, Reese and Jake. It says, I first heard this rumor a few weeks ago. Now two more people have told me the same rumor, all circulating among people in New York about a hot actor and a married woman with a famous husband. It's been a while since he's made a, rela- made a relationship stick because he's so devoted to his work. One relationship apparently fell apart because of his work. We love him because he's great at his job and so personable and handsome and cute um, at the same time and stays out of trouble off the party circuit, never attached to any drugs, drug doing smut. Uh, maybe the trouble he gets into has to do with who he hooks up with. According to Gossips in New York, he had an affair with the wife of a wealthy celebrity. Because of her marriage, she's well-connected and has her own famous friendship circle that overlaps with his, with his friendship circle. And while she doesn't seem like his recent type, uh, you don't have to go back too far to find similarities with a previous type. This happened a while ago and ended not dramatically. Uh, Word is, it took him a while to get over, not the emotion of it, but the guilt. And he beat himself up pretty badly over what he considered a major mistake. Um, of course, that's Jake, the ex being Reese, and uh, oh, the famous, the Jerry, whoa, Jessica and Jerry Seinfeld. There whoa. are so many rumors about Jessica and Jerry Seinfeld. And I want to know what happened between Jessica and Jerry and Mark and Kelly. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. She truly young. Jessica Seinfeld, like she was like 16 or 17 when she met Jerry, who was like in his 30s. Right. Which nobody talks about. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Not mm. Not a great guy. (laughs) Uh, Love the show. Not the person. Now I have a 2017 one. It's about, well, Jake and someone else. And I thought this was kind of a wild blind. This A-list mostly movie actor has been closeted forever. The crazy thing is he's on a grinder type site, but is using the photo of another closeted ex as his profile photo, which has people asking the other closeted a- actor if he's come out. Jake Gyllenhaal and Austin Nichols. Oh my God. That's Can you so... imagine the drama between those two? No, I want to know it so bad. I want to know, know it. <laughs> if I could be a fly on the wall, my God. God, that would be a fun, them being like rip-roaring drunk, arguing, and then having crazy brute sex. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, I'm going to read a 2019 one about Tom Holland, um, who, by the way, I have fantasized many times about what goes on between those two. It says, the A-list mostly movie actor from an acting family has always been closeted. It didn't stop him from making a move on his most recent A-list co-star who is passing for now. For now. Emphasis on for now. Okay? There's still hope that Jake and Tom Holland will hook up and that I will somehow become privy to it. Okay, and then there's a part two to this one that says, this longtime closeted A-list mostly movie actor has not hooked up with another actor in a decade. Not since his long-term relationship with a former co-star. 
Now he is a foreign-born, a minusless, mostly movie actor, completely smitten with him, and our A-lister is returning the favor. Jake and Tom. My God. I love it. And just so you know, his ex was Austin Nichols. They were both in Day After Tomorrow. I mean, could Jake and Tom be any cuter as a, a, a possible couple? My God. Do you think Tom and Zendaya are a PR couple? Because that's oh. something we get a lot. Of course. Come on. There are a lot of blinds about her, too. Yeah. I don't think that she's straight. Totally. And, you know, they did Spider-Man together. I mean, if anything, I'm like... I find it odd that the Hollywood system is still, they still use such old techniques mm-hmm. that like truly don't, I mean, I guess they do work because there are people that really believe that they're like in love or whatever. Um, but it's like, you know, they do a movie together and then they're dating. Like that's just so like eighties to me. Yeah, I agree. It's just like lazy. Yeah. It's very lazy. It's like, you could say that they met any way. I don't know. It's or like, you could put them with anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to see the movie being like, I need to see this love on screen. Like, nobody's saying that. You know what I mean? Especially not Spider-Man. Right. Like, it's just so silly. I have one from 2020, and it's when... So, guys, I'm going to tell you something about Swifties. All Too Well used to be, like, our little gem of a song. Yeah. Before it became, like, a massive, everybody knows what All Too Well is now. Right. So in 2020, more people started figuring, like listening to Taylor Swift because it was quote unquote, not like cool. It's cool again, right? Right. All of the A plus list singers fans do know the relationship with the A slash A minus list, mostly movie actor from an acting family was fake, right? You don't need to go all in on his social media because people started commenting all too well lyrics on his pictures. It is funny, like, the way that All Too Well has become this, like, big, huge, massive... It's a weird thing. Like, she's probably the only artist I think I can think of ever who can re-release a song 10 years later and have it be as if it was written yesterday. hmm The whole world is talking about this song. Yeah. It's crazy. And nobody's talking about, why wasn't Joe Alwyn there to support her at SNL? Yeah. Oh, because he was in Panama shooting a movie? That doesn't make, like... Like, really? I'm going to jump back for just a second and read these oh, two yeah. really short ones from 2019 about uh, uh, Jeannie Kudu. Um, So this first one says, um, the closeted A-list mostly movie actor in an acting family is paying $25,000 a month to have a woman be his girlfriend, in quotes. And then right after that one, there was another one that said this A-list mostly movie actor and an acting family got himself a full-time beard. It has been a long time since that has happened. Um, which, yeah, so we we started at 2005 and it was a really long time in between his like really high profile bearding relationships and this one. Mm-hmm. So I think that that blind really was true about him just kind of being over it because so many years had passed. And it honestly, like we said earlier, it must be so exhausting. Oh my God. Can you imagine having to keep up with that and have the whole world think that you're involved in all this bullshit that isn't even a big deal to you? No, I can't. So these blinds kind of surprised me. The Jake and Rami Malik. 
When I read these, I was like, there is no fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) This A slash A list, mostly movie actor who is an Oscar winner slash nominee and is not named Jared Leto dropped acid with a fellow actor of the same level prior to a recent dinner together. So the, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Rami Malek enjoyed a dinner together in Venice. I feel like both of them on acid would be terrifying. Insanity. Insanity. Oh my God. Jake's big eyes. They both have big eyes. Yeah. Holding like, out of their heads. There's a part two to that one that says, uh, speaking of boyfriends, these two closeted A-list, mostly movie actors don't seem as if they would be a fit for each other, but they have been spending a lot of time together as of late. I kind of like that, to be honest, though. Like, I like, I'm like into it. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's fun. I'm mostly just into him with any male, to be honest with you. I get it. (laughs) So earlier we talked about how Jake Gyllenhaal loves to call the paparazzi. That's why the pictures with Taylor Swift in Central Park and... I feel like there were also pictures of them driving together and he looked pissed. And in my mind, it's because he did not call those paparazzi. Mm -hmm. Speaking of pops, here's something to remember. When you have this A-list, mostly movie actor from an acting family and and has a blind written about him and his longtime, quote, girlfriend, the publicist should arrange to get a shot of the couple together. It makes zero sense to have shots of them in the same city, but not together. If you're trying to make the case, they're a couple. Further, you make the pop pap walk look like a stalker because only one of the people in the couple is a celebrity. Finally, what really looks bad is the same pap took both photos, which means he was told where to be and when. So why couldn't you get the quote couple together for a photo? And that's Jake and Jean. I do love when they debunk the insanity of pap walks and like like I saw the other day this is totally random but I saw the other day on TikTok somebody was um actually I think it may have been uh fluently forward yeah she was um talking about Kristen Davis and how she's like mm-hmm. really like loves a pap walk and she was showing and I've never really paid attention to it um to Kristen Davis like outside of Sex and the City uh, but she showed these pictures of Kristen like at the park with her kid and they were so fake like they literally I was laughing so hard in bed and then versus one that was like not planned where she's like glaring and she's got her eyebrows all fucked up and she's not holding her own kids or whatever um I love when people debunk celebrity fake pap walks because they're so obvious oh absolutely I mean they're so stupid (laughs) now I have a funny one okay because again I do feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is like a calm, cool guy, unless he's drunk or unless he's really mad. Right. And like, not just mad, but like offended. You, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This A-list, mostly movie actor from an acting family who's been acting since he was young and is an Oscar winner slash nominee was all set to host this late night show and was bumped by the illiterate reality star. He didn't take it well. Jake Gyllenhaal being bumped by Kim Kardashian. <laughs> like I love that and I totally believe it to be true oh yeah and being like are you fucking a Kardashian really because again Jake is old Hollywood in my opinion yeah. like he's like I'm an actor yeah 
first uh, 1000%, not understanding that Kim Kardashian would bring in 12 times the ratings that he would, you know, he would right. never be able to see it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last couple that I have, I have one about Taylor and then there's one, um, I do have one about his current girlfriend that says, I will say for this A-list mostly movie actor from an acting family, he holds up his end of the deal. He uses his connections to help out his quote girlfriend. She wants to be famous, so our actor leaned on his best friend who owns a clothing company. The next thing you know, the quote girlfriend is a paid and published model. That's Jean Kibdi and Inza Costa. Um, so she's like modeling now. I mean, you know, it's like, that's what I mean. It's like so mutually beneficial, right? What really is there to lose? Speaking of mutually beneficial, I have a blind from like last week. (laughs) This closeted former A-list actor hasn't had this much publicity in a decade. Who says having a beard doesn't pay off? Come on. That's why I think Jake's in on it. He has to be. You guys, come on. You can't possibly, I I understand that Taylor has really done some, um, in in reference to allowing other people to be sort of in the, the, the firewing, what's that saying? The line of bullets, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's allowed other people to be in the line of fire and I get that, but like, she wouldn't re-release this album and do a whole press cycle around this song and then do a literal movie about him and not let him know. He knows. I, I 100% agree. He is into it. This is like, and what, you know, he's dealt with it before and the press that he got from it, was it great? Yeah. Amazing. Like some of the most iconic press that he's ever gotten in his life. Truly like if there was a tabloid museum that would be in it and mm-hmm. you know it the 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 good heavily outweighs the bad so a couple of people are mad at him because they think that he was mean to her at a dinner party or whatever like that is not anything compared compared to the amount of people are talking about him people are talking at, look at us yeah i would have never wanted to do a jake gyllenhaal episode me neither are you kidding no I think it's whenever we do these episodes where all these celebrities are allegedly in the closet allegedly want to come out but can't because of whatever reasons Mm -hmm. but I do feel like Jake is a lonely person I agree I really do he goes to his soul cycle every day in New York goes home to his brownstone and yeah and then keys his brother-in-law's car I don't know (laughs) And he's so A-list, you know? Yeah. Even if I, even if he was not to put out a movie for 10 years, I think he could still be A-list. 1,000%. Yeah. And I think, like I said earlier, the more A-list you are, the more lonely it is. You know? it's Lonely like, at I, the top. <laughs> right, totally. He just strikes me as somebody who's just very much like, you know, in a sense would trade it off for like a night out where he can like go and be drunk in the streets and go to like a gay bar and stuff you know martha's vineyard yeah. <laughs> yeah now as we wrap this up jake and taylor pr 1000 percent, 100 percent. yeah i mean and yeah and 
I know there are people out there who are probably like, well, how can she write this beautiful song about this breakup? If she can pull inspiration from Betty from nowhere, from, you know, August from nowhere, who's to say she can't pull all too well from watching a movie with a breakup or breaking up with someone that we weren't publicly aware of. Totally. And also I would even venture as far as to say like, who is to say that she didn't have this experience with him, but maybe their relationship wasn't romantic. Do you know what I mean? Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Like him, you know, like that whole, that whole moment of like them at dinner together, like they, they're still in each other's lives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In these really, in these, which is what makes these bearding relationships so interesting is like you just imagine like how they're navigating life together, going to Thanksgiving and shit together, but not really dating, you know? So it's like, of course, there are, I'm sure there are moments where they're arguing and annoyed at each other and fighting, and maybe he made her cry and, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess as we round this off, do you think Jake's rotted? No. I don't think so either. No. I think he might be an asshole. Sure. You know, but who isn't? Totally. I can't believe I'm like a Jake sympathizer right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, he's definitely not rotted for sure. Yeah. I mean, out of all the people we've covered. Yeah. I mean, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think Jake's super talented. You know, I think people should stop giving him so much hate over the Taylor stuff. I agree. And it's been 10 years. I mean, she could yeah. still be upset from whatever happened between them, but, but I don't know, leave Jake alone. Yeah. Leave him alone. And like, honestly, look at it from the bigger picture. Like even the people, you know, earlier I said, like, I don't think it's like right that she maybe has like incited a lot of hate coming at him. And I don't love that. Like, I still think that it wouldn't kill her to say, stop fucking with him. You guys like, don't, don't tweet him death threats and stuff. It's not that serious. Like that wouldn't hurt. Yeah, for sure. But you know, Neither here nor there. He's a beautiful man. Very talented. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. There, I said it. We're rooting for you, Jake. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.